This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Kellogg's. Today, it's a widely known breakfast foods company encompassing products like Rice Krispies, Eggo Waffles, and Nutrigain bars. But the man behind this now staid brand and the inventor of Kellogg's signature cornflakes was himself a fascinating figure, the eccentric nutritionist John Harvey Kellogg. In 1868, Kellogg, a devout Seventh-day Adventist, opened the Battle Creek Sanitarium in Battle Creek, Michigan. Unlike the common usage of the term sanitarium today, his was a health spa for the nation's elite in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. Among the practices advocated by Kellogg at his retreat included frequent water enemas to flush out and restore bacteria, followed by the consumption of yogurt, both orally and rectally. He also preached about the health benefits of sexual abstinence, a sort of predecessor to the no-fat movement. These sorts of oddities led to Kellogg and his sanitarium later being mocked as wacko, most famously in T.C. Boyle's comedic novel The Road to Wellville, later adapted into a film. But some of Kellogg's less bizarre practices strongly influenced thinking in American health, the benefits of regular bathing and aerobic exercise, and the hygienic value of medical circumcision, which, for better or worse, became widely practiced in the United States. And Kellogg was also a strong advocate of a vegetarian diet, both for health and sustainability reasons, and personally developed a number of plant-based meat substitutes. While the use of fake meat, primarily tofu, dates back to the Buddhist traditions of China's Han Dynasty, Kellogg introduced this concept to the westernized diet of Americans. Over the 20th century, meatless versions of American dishes, such as veggie burgers and tofurkey, gradually became mainstream, and as food science iterated, fake meat increasingly approximated the real thing. In 2009, the Beyond Meat Company was founded, and its pseudo-beef and chicken were heralded for accurately simulating the taste and texture of animal protein, reflected in the company's explosive growth. And in 2018, Beyond partnered with the fifth-largest Mexican-American chain to create veggie and vegan versions of its tacos and burritos. These Beyond Meat-based menu items went live in all the chain's locations earlier this year, and, as of this episode's release, Beyond's biggest competitor, Impossible Meat, will have taken its plant-based burgers nationwide with Burger King. So while the sexual abstinence and yogurt enemas of John Harvey Kellogg may have receded to the fringe, Kellogg's innovation in meat substitutes, like his breakfast cereals, have become another part of how Americans eat. This week on Doughboys, we return to Del Taco to sample its Beyond menu. Welcome to Doughboys. Uh, the podcast about chain wrestling. Are you acting? I'm Nick Weiger. <laughs> Alongside my co-host, Cobbs and Slaw, the artist formerly known as Spoon, Mike Mitchell. Was that a roast in there? Yeah, Cobbs and Slaw. Like Hobbs and Shaw, but Cobbs and Slaw. Like Cobbs of Corn? Or Cobb Salad. And, and Slaw, like coleslaw. Okay. It was fine. I liked it. It's Michael fine. Jonathan Smith. Roastspoonman at gmail.com. Michael sent that in. Thanks, Michael. The movie wasn't as good as I hoped. Mm. Ooh. The movie was What did as- you do? I just turned a little thing and it went berserker. 
I felt like I got a, I got a static shock, like I'd done something wrong. No, I mean, I wish that I could shock you. Like that like what, in Ghostbusters? Like that Stanley Milgram experiment? Is that the one? <laughs> yes. Where they would always, uh, they they like shock. Is that what the one I wonder I'm thinking how long of? Or was that, was that the any person sort experiment? Of, how, I like to get any sort of reaction out of you. Like how, how many times I'd have to shock you. Ow. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Please stop, buddy. Knock it off, buddy. Um, <laughs> Mitch, I was yawning up top because this is maybe the latest we've ever started to record. I don't know if it's the latest. It's after ever. 9 p.m. Uh, what do you want from me? I was, it, I, I was, it is my fault. I, I want to be in pajamas right now. Ugh. What type of pajamas? Minion pajamas. I, I know. <laughs> they got like the they get, you know they got like it's like where like being a minion. You got like the overalls and the yellow body. And when you get aroused, like Kevin pops out of your fucking trousers. <laughs> he is the tallest. <laughs> oh, cool, Mitch. Uh, Mitch, any summer flicks you've been enjoying? I was, I was working today, Nick. I know you were working today. That's you had I, a shoot. Oh, well, you had I a valid a excuse for us starting so late. Your uh, your shoot went way long. I'm so they needed tired. you on set. You're, you're a big Hollywood you talk- success. Oh, Jesus, you're a big Hollywood actor. That's not the case. It's not just not true. Uh, Someone fetch uh, Mike Mitchell from his trailer. We need him on set. <laughs> Anyone have eyes on Mitchell? Uh, I think he's ten one. You got a job, Nick? Too. I did get a job. I can't talk about it, but it's for a you streaming service. You can't talk about it. No, it hasn't been announced yet. Can you even say what company you're working no, for? I no, I can't. Oh, fuck. All right, fine. Yeah, not a joke. Uh, well, I'll tell it when you do finally. T- say okay, that's is. good. All right, Wait, gotta- t- tell it now. We'll edit it out, and then I'll just I'll just react, and we'll have the reaction. Okay. So that's a cum joke. You just made a cum yes. joke. Okay. I just want to be clear on what I'll joke you're making. I'll make it again when, it, when the time comes. Okay. Okay. Great. great. So everyone has that to look Did you like the to. joke? Yeah, I liked it. It was good. Uh, I got to do, do a drop. Oh, yeah. Do your oh, who, drop. Who's who who your burn from? You didn't say. Michael Jonathan Smith. Oh, you did say. I did say, yeah. Did you? Okay. Thank you, Michael. Roastspoonman at gmail.com if anyone wants to send them in. Right, I, I was going to ask you about Summer Flicks, but we should keep oh, it moving. Oh, summer, summer Flicks? Yeah. I saw Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I, I'm Team Diesel. Team I'm, Diesel. I'm on Team Diesel. Wow, you think they need Vin. Franchise is, I, not, is, is a float without Vin, a drift without Vin. Look, if you, if you investigate all this, there's like weird, there's like weird animosity between all of yes. them. Yes. Um, and The Rock kind of split off and did Hobbs and Shaw. And uh, with what's his name? Who's, who's, what's, who's, what's Shaw's name? Statham. Statham. Jason, Jason Statham. Statham. Who is cool? Statham is Statham's cool. cool. But Vin Diesel is kind of was the guy behind these Fast and the Furious movies, and they got they got really good. Yeah. And they're like fun action movies. Yeah. And Hobbs and Shaw is like a different producer, I've heard in like a lot of CG. Like when you go and see a Fast and Furious movie now, you see like a crazy set piece that you're like, whoa, that kind of like this this part looked real. Sure. And then you don't have that in Hobbs and Shaw maybe at all. Yeah, they're using CG, but not in the way that the razzmatazz way a lot of these blockbusters do. Yeah. So, they're using it sparsely. So I'm uh, I'm Team Diesel. Uh, I saw uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I loved it. I saw that, too. I also enjoyed it. Favorite movie of the year. Uh-oh. Our two guests are looking at each other. Are, are, do you guys not like it? Or something? All right, we'll get to I this. Think, I think for liking it, we're canceled. I think that's just what that looks like. Is that what yeah. this is? Yeah, we're canceled. Uh, now one now one <laughs> guest is very scared <laughs> and doesn't know. All right, let's hear let's hear this drop. All right, here we go. I don't mind sweating with you. It feels like we're getting on a high wild ride. Give me Frank's red heart on my pillow. And I want Scott's bonnets on my bonnet. I'm a heat seeker. I'm a heat seeker. Double up on time, call you hearty. Wanna hurt both body in 
There you go. It cuts off like that. He, he warned me. Oh, okay. Uh, Derek, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Derek Lai? Derek, Derek. Yeah, Derek Lai. How's that spelled? I can't say. L-A-I? That, that's, a good, that's a good guess. Uh, hi, all. I was writing a song when the words Heat Seeker fell into the chorus pretty neatly, so I put together an alternate version of it for your dropping needs. If you'd like to that, I can be found on Spotify under Derek Lai. Oh, yes. L-I-E. It's a, he hey, gives there you a pronunciation. Go. But it's yeah, L-A-I is how it's spelled. Derek Lai. Thanks. Note to Mitch, it isn't meant to embarrass or be some kind of sonic punishment, so there's a 51-second version linked here that doesn't cut off so abruptly if you're up for it. Thanks, Derek. That's Thanks, a Derek. jam. We weren't up for it, Derek. <laughs> that was that was a that's the jam of the summer right there. That would almost be that would be like a le- nice little groove, like a little R and B groove that mm-hmm. you can kind of have like as a backdrop to some sort of ma- uh, romantic liaison, except for the lyric which talks about uh, violently shitting out of your asshole <laughs> after eating something spicy. <laughs> You're saying that that's a good romantic song. I think it could be with different lyrics. I I wonder what his original version. I wonder what the lyrics are because they're certainly not about having a painful asshole after you eat spicy food. So neck kisser instead of heat seeker. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, neck kisser. I'm a neck kisser. Oh God, this is the least thing. And nothing's coming out your butt. (laughs) And if it is, then it won't hurt. I'm a neck neck kisser, not a butt wiper. (laughs) Um. No, this is very far from romantic. Yeah, it's far from romantic. Let's uh, let's introduce our guest. Oh boy, what a duo we got with us! One's a regular, <laughs> one's a first timer. <laughs> our guests are super producers. They're the par- podcast Hollywood Handbook and our own Doughboys are to their credit. They are now turned hosts of their own show, Maybe Don't, which is available wherever you find podcasts. Chef Kevin Bartelt. And you, Song Lu. Hi, guys. Hi. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for... Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> that was good. Kevin Sire, too. I liked it. Everybody's acting around. You, Song? Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Doughboy's oh. <laughs> Nights. It's been a while. Yeah, it's fucking late. It's so late. We're, you and I were both working today. Uh, yeah. We had early mornings, and now mm. we got late nights. We're powering yeah. through it. These guys are powering through it. And Emma's over there. She's powering through it. We're all hanging. Mm-hmm. You saw, do you get paid double today for as a producer and a guest? Oh, in clout, certainly. And in <laughs> exposure. <laughs> but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. What happens if you multiply zero times two? <laughs> I'll have to do the math on that. I'll get my calculator later. Um, so oh. I, I, I want to start with one thing, which is that... You sound fucking sucker him in the face. Hey, uh... uh yeah, you might be able to do that math, but just wait until I beat you up. <laughs> These are the kind of Jesus jokes you can Christ. look forward to on Maybe Don't. These kind of sick burns. The thing you miss, though, with the audio experience is that you don't get to see Song bury his head in his hands. Uh, I would like, say, he's, like he's just been convicted. I would say that you didn't nail the landing. No, he didn't quite. But then also, I don't know. <laughs> you missed the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kevin, I wanted to ask you, your nickname, Chef Kevin. Yes. Mm. What is the etymology of that? And do you have any actual skills in the kitchen? Yeah. Is it like a Dr. Mario thing? Yeah. It is. I think like, what? Well, what's his? Is his just uh he called himself Dr. Mario? Yeah, basically. Yeah, he just sort of like a, well, no, I think he went to medical school. Yeah. Wait, true? is that true? Yeah. Or far, he fights or, germs. Yeah. Or with like pills. Pharmac- <laughs> like he's a pharmacist. He's maybe a pharmacist. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I think, I think he has an actual doctorate or some sort of degree. 
Uh, mine is from a Blue Apron ad where Sean and Hayes said, here at Earwolf, you know, we cook together as a family every night. Right. Uh, we get all the staff involved. It's Kevin here. We call him Chef Kevin. Uh, he cooks every night for us. Here, Kevin, come tell us about some of the recipes. And then uh-huh. I was like, hey, guys, Chef Kevin here. And then so the following week, we had another Blue Apron ad. And they're like, we can't believe we're saying this, but we have Chef Kevin back here to help us with the ad. Got it. So then every... And then on actual episodes that had nothing to do with the ads, they called me Chef Kevin, and it has stuck to this day. Very cool. Hey, Emma, can I just give you a little edit point? Can you bleep out your wolf every time <laughs> Kevin said it? And edit out when Kevin talks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So do you, but, but can, like, okay, I, I get that that's a bit for, for an ad, but do you have any... Like, like how uh, like, uh, do you live up to your name at all? Not even to the slightest. Mm. Um, I feel like I've gotten a little bit better uh, once I moved to a new place with an actual nice kitchen, mm. not like a kind of gross one bedroom that I was in that I didn't want to be around the kitchen. Yes. Um, but I'm getting a little bit better now, I'm proud to say, but I don't think, I think it's impressive, but anyone I'm like, hey, check this out. It's like, no, this is just. A pizza from scratch. Sure. That's pretty good. That's so impressive. Yeah. Yeah, wait, hold on a second. So you started cooking because you did this at, and now you are getting better at it? It's unrelated. I did feel a pressure because I often get asked, like, clearly you must be a pretty good cook. I'm like, oh, you'd be surprised. I'm not. But now that I'm in a new place with an actual kitchen, I'm right. like, I should live up to the name a little bit more. Um, so now I'm getting better at trying to get better at actually cooking. What wow. was your setup? Were you in like a bachelor apartment with a hot plate or uh, what was it? No, it was just like a one bedroom that had a very small kitchen. Oh, that got it. I not a lot of counter just space. microwave a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I gotcha. And you've moved into Ackerman's house. And stuff? Yeah. And I now live with Scott and Kula. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Uh-huh. Um, so how did you guys, you're working together now on the show. Mm. Uh, how did your collaboration begin and, and why did you decide to embark on this, this mission? Uh, I think we just wanted to one get to know each other and two immediately kill that friendship by deciding to work together on a podcast. <laughs> it uh, started our friendship started, or I guess just meeting each other on your podcast. Worst case scenario. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Kevin was a guest on there, and it was a really popular episode. And then we started talking, and it took us literally eight months and several several iterations of a premise to come up with. It's a show with an opening segment and a closing segment. Um, right, that's what it's come down to. Yeah, and so yeah, we we did through we went through a lot of like, oh, let's just write a whole improv thing. Let's. Uh, how much? Yeah, uh, but we have like several Pro Tool sessions with several different pilots mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that all kind of tanked halfway through. Yeah, that mixed with like severe anxiety. I think we just kept panicking, oh. and then took a like six month six month break. <laughs> right, became like actual friends, hung out a lot, and then a few months ago we're like, hey, let's try this again. Yeah, with a more like. I don't want to say vague premise, but something that stick is more to like us just yeah. having more actual conversations, but then cutting that in with like bits and like you playing piano and yeah, you playing piano. keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like a fun variety show. We have a lot of fun doing it. People yeah. seem to like it. People so. seem to like it. Well, yeah, that's that's the biggest surprise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't, be I think so pers- don't be so surprised. You song. <laughs> I, I still the am with our podcast. Wait, I was going to say, I think this is a natural podcaster's reaction. I'm like, what? You like this shit? All right. Guess I'll do more of it. I knew Doughboys was a fucking huge success. 
Uh, where can you guys, where can this podcast be found? They can find it uh, literally anywhere. Uh, you can find it on iTunes or Spotify or Google Play. Uh, this is the kindest, you know, the, thank you for the softballs. I, uh, uh, well, I'm, I also we just want to say, um, later. Uh, yeah. Uh, We're so, going to nail you to the wall in a yeah. bit. What network are you with and how come... Um, <laughs> How come it's not with the Doughboys Podcasting Network? <laughs> it can be. It we can have, be. We have a podcasting network. Shh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we re- we just recorded your wolf, but we're we're super independent. Oh, very cool. Super yeah. indie. Yeah. Well, you want to come over to my house, Yusan? <laughs> no, I mean, at nine thirty. <laughs> yeah, nine thirty. <laughs> nine thirty p.m. only. No, it's super. It's super convenient to record at your wolf. But mm-hmm. then I don't make eye contact with anyone, and I don't mm-hmm. speak to anyone. Yeah, you look That's down. Good. Yeah, got it. Uh, she's. Uh, Emma's, you and Nick are the same. Yeah. Anytime he goes into that building, too. <laughs> I was marking down a lot of edits uh-huh. for every time we say here, Wolf. Uh, so, okay. So, so one thing I know about your dietary habits, Kevin, is that you are a vegan. And Yusung, I know you eat pretty healthy as well. I mean, you're both, you both seem like naturally slender men. I mean, I don't mean like slender. Not the slender, not the man. slender man. Mm-hmm. No, certainly not. I'm. Magnitude's more friendly. Nobody, uh, Slenderman. Nobody kill your your little middle school classmate on you song or Kevin's behalf. Yeah. Not kill, <laughs> just stab. Oh, I'm sorry, times. just stab. Nobody, nobody stab <laughs> your classmate. Uh, do you guys? Is that what all the these millennials write as their college entrance essays? <laughs> they write about the Slenderman. Why I stabbed my classmate. <laughs> Anyways, go on. So, Slenderman, <laughs> but you, like, what? How long have you been a vegan, and how has that affected your 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 eating habits in general? I've been vegan for two and a half years. Wow, coming, coming up on three. Were you mm. vegetarian before that? I was vegetarian for three years before that. Mm. Um, and I went vegetarian for more uh, environmental slash animal cruelty reasons. Right. But I was still was eating like shit like all the time, like mm. eating a lot of garbage. And then I went vegan for more health reasons. I still eat a lot of trash, but cutting dairy out, I think, was kind of the biggest difference uh, dietary-wise. Mitch's dishwasher is running. That's what you may have just heard on the <laughs> sorry, I just got the light in uh, Mitch's. <laughs> I push a button and <laughs> shoots water out. Yeah, <laughs> Hits me in the head. Now, I got a different question. As far as the tentacles you use in Slender Man form, <laughs> what do those do exactly? <laughs> I think just scare people. They scare people. Oh, got it. Okay. It's kind of a warning. Grab the children or what the deal is. Are they tentacles or just like spindly limbs? He does does have tentacles. He does. Okay. I got a lot to learn about him. There's an HBO doc on the Slender Man, on that whole that whole stabbing wow yeah it's 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 pretty wild that's crazy wow and people get horny for slender man yeah i don't know if you knew that oh, why that i can understand yeah because his his frame i, th- I think i he's tall people like yeah he's tall people like tall right, people yeah yeah, yeah. He, he has a job <laughs> <laughs> uh so okay so you so what are you like you, you say you still eat some garbage what is the the garbage you eat as a vegan um a lot of chips a lot of barbecue chips a lot of carbs. I feel like All recently right. I've been gaining weight, so I've been going to a like a personal trainer, mm. uh, like saw a nutritionist who didn't know anything really about veganism, mm. which made it pretty difficult. Um, a lot of a sweets. nutritionist didn't know anything about veganism. It was a nutritionist, to be fair. Did at you go the to Dr. L- Mario? I did go to Dr. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> Mamma mia! Eat more spaghetti. Here's <laughs> some pills for your germs. <laughs> what? This won't help. Um, it was at LA Fitness, and it was just the uh, fitness instructor oh, there. Oh, got it, okay. And he was like, oh, I actually know a lot about nutrition. And then when it came to actually giving advice, he was like, uh, so like 
you probably want to try more proteins. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. Right. What 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 proteins are you? Is it tofu? I mean, tofu is a big one when you're when you're vegan, right? And yeah, a lot of different nuts um, and vegetables mm. and protein shakes. You can go PB, right? Peanut butter, almond I, butter. I live on peanut butter. I love it so much. Wow. Yeah. But it has a lot of sugar though, so you have to be careful. Yeah, you got to be careful. Oh, you got to be careful. I eat the, are we, can we maybe, I got the light. We again. can close. We can close that door. I should have said to close, close that the door, door to the kitchen. I was out of forks. <laughs> I had to. I had to. I I had to start that. You didn't was, have to start the dishwasher right before. Forks. Well, you didn't have to start it right before we started recording. Uh, it feels very aggressive. Maybe not. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> if it was full, I'd understand, but just for forks. Boy, uh, I hope this week's chain isn't out of forks, because that would be bad news for it. In it, the review sets. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Toeboy's nice. Did you catch something from you, son? <laughs> oh, boy. You hung out with us for 15 minutes beforehand. Yeah. We did have a lovely time because we were waiting for you to rap, and I went mm. over and met... Okay, that mm. sounds a little fucking passive-aggressive. I met Yusong and... Ke- you were working. I met Yusong and Kevin at mm-hmm. the... We started an hour later than scheduled. Uh, so we had some time to kill, so I went over and... We, two. We, uh, we started two hours later. Uh, I, I hung out with uh, Kevin and Yusong at the Starbucks Reserve, the place we gave one fork, mm-hmm. because we had a really unsatisfactory time there tasting all of their very, very expensive... Menu mm. items, yeah. but I just got myself a regular hot tea, and it was just like a nice place to. You sit. know, what? I like so the mixed fine. teas over there. Sometimes the 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 like the iced tea, strawberry iced tea, or whatever. They oh, are. sure. When they had like the mix, the shaken teas, I thought they had some good teas. Yeah, that's fun. Maybe we were too hard on that place. Well, no, actually, no, I think we were place. fine. Yeah. I told Nick when the he walked up, the barista was like, "Well, well, well." <laughs> 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 one of them did recognize you, song though. Yeah, one of them keeps complimenting my glasses, which is really nice. Very cool. Yeah. Who? Who? Would, really? Whatever. It's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. Yeah. He, That's uh, cool. Yeah. He gets complimented on his looks. What? He? 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 He recognized you from from what? No. He just was like, I like your glasses every time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty nice. But does he remember you, or does he just like comment on your glasses? He was like, Oh, I remember your glasses. Oh, so he did specifically yeah, remember yeah, yeah, your yeah. glasses. Yeah. You're, now, I would say, because you do have nice glasses, but Thank I don't think you. they're particularly distinct. Mm. No, I got these because, you know, I watch a lot of professional League of Legends and the and the people that play in Korea wear mm. these very circular glasses. So I'm trying really, to look like Cloud9. Yeah, I'm trying to look like SKT. I, 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 <laughs> I, I really wanted that look and now I have it. So it's pretty good. Very cool. Uh, Emma, I got another edit point for you. <laughs> Move the earwolf once to this. <laughs> So okay, so you you've been a vegan for for a Nick, couple of years. You were what? you were a glasses wearing guy at one point yourself. Oh yeah, I was talking about this earlier with these guys. Oh, we we're killing man. time at the Starbucks Reserve. I was a glasses wearer for many years. Mm-hmm. I had some. I was also a contacts guy, and then I got LASIK. I got myself LASIK surgery over ten years ago, and now I'm gonna get twenty twenty in one eye, twenty seventeen in the other. Nick, you had you told us about a crazy experience you had with an optometrist. Oh, that's right. I don't think I've told this story on here before. What no, I, I don't know it, but also I have a funny. The, do you know the last time I went to the eye doctor was the day we got into a big fight? Was it really the Good Morning America fight? Oh, that's right. <laughs> and I and I was so mad at you, and I and they and they dilated my pupils, and I that's and I right. and I couldn't text you, right? Because I couldn't see anything, and I also drove home. Yeah, that kind of worked out for but, me. But 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 I and but I called you, and I left a very sad upset message with you i don't remember but i, um, I literally I, I literally could you don't remember you piece of shit <laughs> but i remember like trying i, to, I was so mad at you and i message. when i was like trying to text you i couldn't see anything oh, it was okay awful. It was yeah a nightmare uh go i want to i want to hear yeah, this out for me um uh yeah so uh no it didn't <laughs> 
No, the fact that you can text me angrily. I mean, yes, made but my that didn't, mildly, mildly easier. In, in quotes, I, it didn't work out for you. It was okay, a it bad decision, you fool. That was, okay. You bought me a cappy hat. <laughs> Weiger called your doctor, like, dilate his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we can't find him. God damn it. Do you know, Yusan, can I, can I call you? Can I say something about this? But that you called me? I, I called Yusan. Yeah, and, yeah. and well, you actually called me. Oh, at one point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I and called you and it was just and, a very like sincere like I can't see right now. Like like here's the, yeah, here's the situation. And, and you know what he said, Nick? What? And, and, and I think this this is maybe I should be mad at you for this you song, but you're like, "Look, I think Nick isn't right on this one." Oh, wow. shit. Wow. And I, but then I'm like, "Wait a minute." So see, he thinks Nick is right on every other one? <laughs> for this one? Boy, yeah. This is a lose-lose right. lose situation for me. Oh, no. no I understand. He was trying, because I know what it's like to manage a difficult personality. He was placating you. Oh, so, so you I understand. Were, you were the I, difficult one oh, here. Boy. You were the, you, oh, you can't boy. admit that still. We settled, oh, that, we settled this argument. No, I, yes, I apologize for it. I apologize for my You behavior. can't say you're wrong. You're a fucking nightmare <laughs> I said of a I human. I was wrong when I apologized. I was wrong about All that. All right, let's hear this optometrist. Okay, so here's my, here's my story. Um, so this is not related to Sorry, LASIK. Song. This was before I got this was before I got LASIK. I was getting a standard eye exam. I had a female optometrist who I'd been to a few times before. Uh-huh. So this was maybe third or fourth visit, uh, and um, so she's leaning in to to give the exam, and she's doing like you know that thing that's like that. It's like a, one of those tools that you use to examine someone's eye like mm-hmm. up closely, like with a light. Yes. She's like doing that exam. So she's like leaning in really closely and she's like examining one of my eyes. Mm-hmm. And then she goes over to the, my other eye and she's like inches away from my face. And while she's doing that, she goes, kiss me. <laughs> just says it. Fuck? Just Isn't says it. Crazy? Just so says insane. it very, very gently. Just like, just like, you know, like it barely escaped. The, the words barely escape her lips. And I just like freeze up. I just like, I just don't do anything because I'm just like, what the what? fuck is happening? You froze up. You didn't kiss her, you fool. <laughs> Why would I have done that? Because um, you. this is like Eminem. You fucking dropped the mic. This is your moment. No, no, no. Uh, and and so. Were you and then, married at the time? Well, I wasn't married, but yeah, we, I was, I was, me and Allie were dating. I would not have done anything. How old uh, were anyway, you? I was like in my mid-20s. I was maybe like 24. Natalie would have given you a pass. On <laughs> I get a hall, hall pass, pass from the optometrist. <laughs> By the way, I, me- I think I mentioned this to you. That mm. movie should have been called Cheat Day. That would have been a better title, oh, right? That's a better yeah. title. Yeah, because Hall, Hall Pass, it's like too ambiguous. Cheat Day, and then you you, you isolate the action of one day. You get one mm. day to cheat, guys, mm-hmm. and then there's more tension there. Sure. Uh, anyway, I should have been hired to punch up that script uh, ten years ago. But so here's what ha- so she so I take no action, and she just goes on with the exam like normal. And I don't know. I still don't know. Did she actually? Like, did she think she said it in her head and not realize she said it aloud? I suspect that maybe happened. Or was no. this, is this her move and she does this to other male patients and is may, it's maybe worked out for her in the past? Fuck. It's fucking Anyway. What? So where is the place? <laughs> <laughs> my theory was bizarre. My theory was like, Weiger imagined it and he like leans in for a kiss and she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's very likely. <laughs> Um, it was weird. Uh, so anyway, so we, oh. she probably saw your lifeless eyes and thought you were like a sex doll. <laughs> LASIK for a sex doll. Uh, that's that is that's that's crazy. It was very weird. Uh, so okay, so wait, we were. Do you how know did we get on the eye stuff? Because 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 uh, we talked about you songs glasses. Oh right. Uh, Do you know yeah. that I was a glasses boy? We always talked about this before. I was too. Uh, wow, all of us were glasses boys. But Kevin's got contacts now. You do not have contacts. My right? eyes corrected themselves because I'm a superior being. <laughs> 
I think you just like you were just squinting to to see, and then your eyes just locked in place like that. I've I've said this on the podcast before that that, that uh, they uh, they thought that I had issues. They thought that I was they thought that I was slow. Right. This is true because I was reading. I couldn't read. I, I was holding the book really close to my face and I couldn't read. Yeah. And then and they were gonna put me in. Uh, classes they were gonna put me in kind of like the uh, I don't know what the name of like the special class. needs classes special needs classes mm-hmm. basically and and then uh, one of the teachers was like you should go get his eyes examined and my mom was like oh, okay and then because the, it's like I was in kindergarten or yeah. something and then I had like an extreme lazy eye and I had to wear a patch an eye patch for a full year mm-hmm. I wore a like like a eye patch for a full year. Like I could almost, it was almost blind in one eye. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. thought I was going to lose sight in the eye. But I wore an eye patch for a year, and then extremely thick glasses. And then the doctor was like, "His eyes are going to correct themselves." The doctor said this; they're right. going to correct themselves, but then they're going to go the other way at one point. Mm. So I'm going to start like going blind at one point in my life, but like not a, blind, blind, not like blind, they'll, they'll just but, like your. But my eyes were going to get really, I think, going to get weak. I like I, I had terrible vision. That happens naturally. Yeah, but like they, they medically they so they think the laziness migrated from your eye to your brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's spreading. <laughs> I have a piece of shit. When I was in high school, I went to my uh, class counselor to take the. Um, you could like I don't know if you guys had this, but you could like volunteer to help the special needs classes. Like yeah. you could take like uh, special education, like art or special ed uh, gym class, and like or bowling and do different activities with them. Yeah, and I asked my counselor if i could like take those volunteer in those classes and she was like oh sweetie you need to have like a disability to be in those classes she thought you were asking she, to oh. be in them oh it's so weird i was like no i want to volunteer help. in them yes people are so and then she was like let me help further your education <laughs> <laughs> so many adults in positions so of power are, are just are, dumb are fucking they're just stupid. like idiots yeah, and it's just like, and you don't really later. It's just like, oh, that teacher I had was like a fucking dipshit. You know yes. what the fuck yeah. they were talking about? They're just like a dumb adult who, like, that was the job they got, and then they just like stayed there. Or it can be that institutional st- inertia. It's like, oh, like my podcast boss. They're like fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's that's. that's I had wild. teachers like sleeping in class, like put on movies and would like sleep in class. And oh stuff yeah, too. like crazy. it is pretty wild. This stuff. That people get away with. Do, do you, I'm a manager like that. I get so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I did an inside baseball joke that Weiger really liked. I'm trying to guess. <laughs> uh, sorry, keep going. Uh, I was just going to say, I get really emotional when I watch the yeah, like Sorry, you have, a, you, have a, you have a... There you go. You oh had a hair God. in your glasses. I didn't like that moment. Nick just... Took an uh, he said, hair kiss from me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> kiss me, you saw. <laughs> um, um, oh, I'm so distracted now. Not from yeah, okay, uh, but uh, I get really emotional when I watch like Chad talks about education. I don't mm. know if you you feel the same way, but yeah, I, I just feel like you know if our teachers are better. This has nothing to do with food or the podcast. <sighs> That's okay. Education. Wait, hold on. I thought there was more. T- I thought you were gonna say more. No, I just like. I'll, I'll just like get really emotional in my room watching like TED talks by really passionate teachers and be like, oh, that's all have this. You were you were you 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 had the Ithaca teachers you saw. Yeah, yeah, they were okay. Yeah. Um, I had some really great teachers and then some teachers that were like, man, we really taught ourselves at the end of that semester or the, that year. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think you would yeah. be like a good teacher? Like if that was like it, if if that had been your alternate career, I path? think I wanted to. I'm gonna shake your head. No, 
I don't want to do originally. Yeah, my mom's a fourth grade teacher too, and it, oh wow, it's like so fucking challenge like the job never ends basically like you go home and grade papers all day Mm -hmm. right the only benefit i think is like the summer but then you have to kind of start prepping your class like a month before the first day of school Mm. so it seems so exhausting right i come from a family of teachers i'm aware of this my mom was a teacher my dad was a teacher that's where they met and then he went to law school in his 30s and then my sister is just became a principal of a very exciting before she turned 40 which is very cool do you want to hear something crazy? My grandpa was the gym teacher for my other grandpa. Whoa. Isn't that insane? Whoa. They're like 10 years apart. Yeah. And uh, he was a like PE teacher, and then he became a principal. But my other grandpa was in the same school and had him as a teacher. That's crazy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. If any other listeners have a story like that, hashtag grandpa connection. Let us know. Because that's I'm sure that's happened to other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like their grandparents met in the in the past, or hashtag grandma connection. That's such Whatever a weird. That's a, such a weird. Ca- that's such a weird relation because like it uh, is very strange. You're supposed to be like our like our kids are getting married or whatever. Yeah. But then you're like you were like a little, the little dink that was running around my uh, <laughs> right. my the the gym when I was the. That's crazy. It is very weird to think about that. That grandpa mm-hmm. is so fascinating too because he had to both him and my grandma had to marry someone who was 100 percent Italian. And my grandpa lived in Chicago. My grandma wow. was in Ohio. The date was set up. He drove to like Toledo, Ohio, to go on a date with her, uh, to go on a date with my grandma's sister. My grandma opened up the door and was like, hi, how are you? My grandpa thought it was her because he'd never seen her before and was like, hi, how's it going? Like, I'm so excited to go on this date with you. And she's like, oh, it's actually my sister. She's upstairs. So then he went on the date with the sister. They didn't really hit it off. And I think he just kind of flat out was like, is your sister available? Wow. And then she was like, yeah, I think you guys are probably a better fit. And then started dating my grandma. And then the sister went on and started dating Dr. Mario. (laughs) Yes. What a catch. Yeah. You got to go all Italian. I know. Um, so wait, so that's that's insane. Yeah. So wait, so you have one side of your family is ba- is fully Italian? 100%, yeah. That's your... which yeah, your, My which, mom's side. Your mom's yeah, side, yeah. okay. I kind of get you now. Yeah. Like, the, the weird fucked up family you come from. <laughs> <laughs> Things are starting to add up in your head. <laughs> Uh, what was the food like growing up in your family? A lot of Italian, a lot of like uh, spaghetti, lasagna, masticioli, a lot of like pasta varieties, right. basically. Um, and then that was mostly what we had for dinners. And then other stuff was like kind of just lazy, like tacos from scratch. Um, there was always like one meat day where it was rather like a uh, steak, a pork chop, or like chicken, something on the grill. It's fun. Um, and then there was always one day a week. I don't know if you guys had this, but in retrospect, I don't think it was smart. But our school had like a charity event where if you went to McDonald's on Wednesday and you said like the school's name, half of whatever you paid went to a charity. But it was a like a literal excuse to go to McDonald's one day a week for like my entire childhood. (laughs) Wow. So I always had one day a week that was McDonald's. That's amazing. It was. I I wish we didn't do it. Like in hindsight, it it was nuts. Um, two days a week were probably Italian food and then, um, like, uh, some sort of like a frozen pizza, mac and cheese nothing really like healthy. There right. was no, like, it, now we're just going to have like a salad. It was like a salad with your steak and potatoes, and, right. like, full, full heart attack, man, that, that uh, just, 
Italian families. I used to, I, the, the, some of my best friends grew up to the Tufos. Yes. And I went, the, I went, when I was back in Quincy, I went up for, to the Tufos house for like an, an Italian, Mrs. Tufo made an Italian dinner. And that's like what I used to always, I would go up there and like Anthony and Dan, my yes. two friends, and, and Chris, their younger brother, they would like eat a little bit and they would leave. And then Mrs. Tufo would be so happy because I would just sit in there and fucking eat everything. Mm-hmm. Right. The big fat, like the big fat Irish kid. <laughs> and then their grandparents were next door. And then like I would do that. Like anytime I went over there too, they were like, I eat up, eat. And then I would just sit there just eating for like two hours straight. Were you, did I meet the Tufos when I was in Quincy with you? Hmm. I, cause I, I met, this is so, I would like driving with Mitch around Quincy cause Mitch took, a, took us on a little driving tour. Yeah. And yeah. It, he is like you're like the mayor of Quincy. It was because you just drive around and then someone's just like, "Hey, it's Mitchell," and they like wave at That's you awesome. and you like pull over and have like a ten minute conversation with some like random family. <laughs> and then they're just we had so we had yeah like, you met Mrs. Tufo. I met Mrs. Tufo. Okay, and we also we met we met like your cousin and like because you had we had a rental car and we had New York plates on it and everyone was just like, "Hey, what's with the New York plates?" Yeah. Like every, like everyone was giving you was shit in the same Boston way. And you were playing Angry Birds and looking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is Nick. And they're like, hi, Nick. And you're like, hi. <laughs> From the car. Rolls the window up. <laughs> but it's so strange to it's see. Pretty close. Because like, if I went like on my block, my old block like, in Lakewood. Get the fuck out of here, you <laughs> yeah. monster. Chasing you with torches. Right. And there's maybe like one family I'd recognize if they're still there. But that's like basically it. Like Even when we lived there, we weren't like friends with our neighbors. It's Why? Like a very different way. I, I had a know. similar experience of that today where there's a... Uh, deli where I, I get lunch almost every day. Mm-hmm. And then I took a break because when I went vegan, they don't have any vegan bread. Mm. And then my friend suggested, it's not that they don't have vegan bread. They don't know if they have vegan bread, which often means they don't. Yes. So what I did was asked where their bakery, like what bakery they used. And I called their bakery and they're like, yeah, the wheat bread that we sent to that place is vegan. Oh, nice. So then recently I started going back but I go so much that like when I would call and put an order in, they would recognize my voice and be like, oh, this is Kevin, right? And they would know my order. And then today, for the first time, I when I called, they're like, hi, Kevin. Like wow. now they know my phone number. Wow. That's like the closest I felt to that. We're like walking into a place. And they're That's like, amazing. No. Yeah. So can I just tell you that I was bummed out as soon as you said vegan bread? <laughs> <laughs> I never really came back from it. Right. <laughs> you checked out. Vegan bread, jeez, I guess that dairy is... dairy free. I guess, yeah. God, um, I had a seven and, like and no egg, no well, like uh, no egg, no, yeah, no eggs, eggs. yeah, oh, yep. man. And I guess, I, and the most breads have some sort of like it's like, yeah, I, I think we were talking to, to Zooks about this a little bit because he has an egg allergy, so like, bread yeah. is like very very tough for him. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, your story made me think of there. So I used to when I was when I was broken working at Activision in my early twenties. I would go to the same 7-Eleven. Natalie and I go to the same 7-Eleven all the time. And I would, after work, like basically every day, mm-hmm. I would go and get a 40 of Mickey's fine malt liquor. Mm-hmm. That would be like, is the cheapest way to get drunk. And like, I hated my job in my life. And it was just a way to come down. And I just did mm. now that. You love your, now, yeah. you, now you love your job and your life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so I, <laughs> I, I would just, this became a regular habit of mine. I was just getting like a 40 all the time. And, uh, you know, for like a dollar sixty nine. And then the guy who worked there started calling me Mickey Man. He'd be like, hey, Mickey Man. <laughs> and that was the point. I was just like, fuck, I got to I gotta get my life in order. Yeah. And 15 years later. <laughs> <laughs> what what games did you make over at uh, Activision? I wor- well, I didn't make any games when I worked at the Activision. Sopranos proper. one. 
So that was when I worked at Seven Studios, when mm-hmm. that game was actually published by maybe Treyarch. I don't remember which company. Did which you code that. on Pitfall at all? I did. <laughs> <laughs> A game that came out in 1979? No, I didn't work on that one. game that came out the year before my birth. Uh, so, uh, uh, no, I I, uh, I didn't... When I worked at Activision, I was just doing customer support, and so I was like a phone rep. I was I would like answer phone calls from angry parents that they couldn't get their an Xbox game to work on their game. Man, you are, so, that's, you are so infuriatingly hard to get a response, like to get riled up. <laughs> So like uh like I bet you people were like fuck you you piece of shit yeah like, uh, yeah no that's, that's okay <laughs> yeah it's actually kind of uh, like a, I was a good fit for that job yeah yeah I mean because I'm just like a calm and I could co- and like you also just take would, a lot of shit and they'd also be mad yeah I'm a punching bag yeah. uh, but people would be mad at the company and then they just like take their side be like yeah that fucking that sucks man you got ripped <laughs> off that sucks <laughs> you know and like they what you know whatever you're just there as their shield anyway uh but the the, co- the corporate shield anyway. But I would also I after that I worked as a game tester and mm. as a game tester I worked on a on a strategy game um, that I don't really remember the Empire or something they don't remember the name of it. and I actually Sopranos worked, I know yeah <laughs> and I briefly and I briefly worked on the uh, original Call of Duty just doing game testing mm. but I don't even have a credit on that and then um, when I got into game design that was a different that was another five years of my life at a different studio uh, but anyway uh, oh wait, I have a recognition yes. story. Okay, and I don't like these next few words, okay? When I studied abroad, I used to go to the same bakery every morning to get like a like a, a pain au chocolat and like a sandwich with uh, ham and cheese. And then one day, I went twice in one day, and the person recognized me, and she said, how are you? And my, uh, it was the happiest I've ever been. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was That's really cute. Cool. That's yeah. very cute. I like, Where were you? I was in France. Oh, yeah, that makes I sense. I should I should have picked up on some of those clues. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you start stories with, uh, all right, this sounds crazy. I don't want to brag. And then it was always the most like, I don't want to brag. I know this sounds crazy. It's a huge flex. Yeah. I got a massage. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, but what, that was just like you were spending time in Paris and you were getting kind of lonely maybe, or no. just like there weren't a lot of people you were connecting with. You seem yeah. sad. Right? You know, That's yeah. what it seems like. No, it definitely does seem that way, but it was also like, uh, I, I, I probably was very lonely, but it was also just like, man, I connected with like someone who actually lives here. Oh, or they, got it. They like That's recognize cool. me. That's, right. That's wild. It's as if I have a life here. And I was like, oh man, this is what, this is what it's all about have I've you never, guys noticed never studied abroad yeah me neither um have Same. you guys noticed uh boy have you guys noticed the word wild is like in the zeitgeist mm, i feel I like everyone's it. saying you think you started saying uh-huh. it i say it a lot too check the tapes I, someone check the tapes. Find the first instance I, of I've someone describing wild. something I, I as say, wild I, I, on Doughboys. I've said it for a long time. I say that's wild and that's nuts. But I think I say that because I don't have better adjectives well, to use. I was looking. I was looking at Action Boys, and they're saying things are wild. I say. Wild I say a things lot. are wild. I've heard. I like. Why? I like. Wild just kind of in the zeitgeist. You guys have both said that something was wild today. I like it. I started yikes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yikes yeah. is pretty good. I'm gonna start a new one. That's crazy. <laughs> The thing there is I feel like it's kind of it's like very performative mm. and I'm not sure everyone can do that in the same way. Okay. Like it's kind of like the big bopper. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hard. <laughs> big bopper needs to make a comeback. Hello, baby. <laughs> That's crazy. <Yeah. laughs> the big bopper died in the the uh right? There wasn't either the, yeah, day he died, the, music the day died? the music died. What? Buddy mm. Holly you're just learning about this? No, I mean, uh, what, what are we? What are we? What are Richie we, what? Valens, Big Bopper, and uh, Buddy Holly. All Have you ever seen La Bamba? 
Yes. No, no. You have, you've seen seven movies. Do people not know the... I the, haven't either. The day the music died anymore? I don't think that so. I think that, I think that maybe has Hey, out. the day when music died was when I stopped taking piano lessons. Hey! That's <laughs> true. We'll take a break. We'll be back to more Doughboys. Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix mm-hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15-year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? I feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We're here with you, Song, and Kevin. Chef Kevin. Chef Kevin of Say the podcast right. Maybe Don't. Uh, hey, and, Nick. Hey. Well, I was going to say, before we... we, we before we went to commercial, we talked about the day the music died. If we were to die on this tour, mm -hmm. this upcoming tour, what do you think that would be considered? Uh, is it? It's just the two of us. Yeah, yeah. You sung and Emma are spared. Okay. Um, I mean, depending on when it happens, I would say it just it would be like September fifth or September seventh. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what day it is. Wow, the saddest day in September's yeah. history. I mean, maybe if like <laughs> yeah, yeah, this the nine eleven of podcasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, like, if it was like, if it was like the two of us, mm. and then like Gabrus and Nicole Byer and like PFT or something, you know, what I mean, mm. then it would be like, like all oh, this podcasting tragedy. We just lost these three titans of podcasting and these two other guys. Oh, the headline would be something like RSS, more like RIP. Yeah, <laughs> this is like a sarcastic <laughs> news source. I like when they yeah, make funny headlines for yeah. tragedies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, most obituaries are kind of funny. More, more like <laughs> princess die, more like princess dead. <laughs> oh. You know what? It helped princess everyone Princess died. Uh, so we're, we're talking about... By the way, the two yes. of the people that you named uh, have uh, we asked to go on tour and they told us to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but which two? You'll find out. Uh, so a restaurant is Del Taco. We haven't reviewed Del Taco, one of my personal favorites, wow. since 2015 with our buddy Alan Yang. It was a semifinalist in this year's Tournament of Champions, but had an underwhelming performance. Uh, mm. the, the chain was founded in 1964 in California's Inland Empire, first outlet in the Mojave Desert. And they, in 2018, they launched their Beyond Menu, went nationwide in 2019, can or I, as nationwide as Del Taco Nick, is, I, featuring I, tacos and burritos with a plant-based meat substitute. Go ahead. Oh, I can't. No, I, go I, ahead. I, 
I thought I thought I was bored by what you were saying, so I was. Trying I'm just to getting the, the bullet points out. He's trying to shock himself with the ox cord. I am trying to do it again. It's not working anymore. Yeah. Um, I just want to say that Nick, I was in the Mojave Desert. Yeah, shooting a little thing for uh, these guys. Nick, I saw an uh, out in the wild tarantula on a rock. Wow. Yeah. An eight-legged freak. An eight-legged freak out in the wild. Isn't that wild? What did you do? Um, That's crazy. <laughs> thank you, Yusong. <laughs> thank you. Yusong, you got a big thumbs up from me. But uh, Yusong is right. Isn't that, yeah. isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Wait, so what is the... Boy, you had another acting job. Look at you. The, You're this, all over the place. Uh, this was a decade ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Still. <laughs> it's work. That's two. <laughs> Count them. There was a huge uh, insect oh. crawling up you song today. Oh, my yeah. God. As Weiger was walking out of uh, Starbucks to meet us, I was like swiping his chest to get the was, bu- the yeah. bugs off of him. Was the was the bug... Had the bug lifted him into the air at this point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What kind of insect are we talking? I don't know, I but it's very, very large. It looked like an ant on steroids. Yeah, it's oh like my a God. massive. Yeah, yeah, like was... a big ass ant. You guys ever seen a house centipede? No, no. it's a no. fucking nightmare creature. I'm just gonna like plug that. my ears for a little bit. Um, <laughs> I don't like that it's called. Like, you song is plugging his ears. I don't like that it's called the house centipede. Yeah, That's it's like ter- a fucking terrifying. nasty ass bug. It looks like it's got like just like awful, like disgusting claws you can see. Oh god, there was in, is it? They found are they found in houses? Yeah, you'll just find oh, them in your house. Fuck. I think they're they're less common in North America, uh, or at least where at least in California. But we did find one once. We found one in Mayanali in our old shitty apartment, no. and we fucking I fucking like clobbered it with a shoe. And pulled the shoe away from the wall. And it was still alive. Holy oh shit! God. You yeah, weak fucking asshole. No, it's like fucking. They're like famously armored. They're like the armadillo. Wiger shot it with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they. It was a. It fucking took a. There. It's scary as shit. Um, I think they're actually harmless, but they look like fucking That's freaks. So you should have let it outside. Well, we, I didn't know at the time. We just saw this and we're like, free, like freaked out. But yeah, I try not to kill insects. You know, it'd be a cool uh, show. What bug battle? You put two bugs up against each other. You I watch think that's battle. like middle school, <laughs> right? They do kind of ha- like there are YouTube videos. You will see that of like they'll put like a like a, a I think hornets are like. The, Is it too the, fucked the up that you see a dead dead animal like a dead the dead insect? I, I don't know. Maybe people don't. But bug battle is a fun show. I think people would be upset. Yeah. Even though that people will will swat away a fly very casually, I think they'd be upset by it being gladiatorial combat. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. So I th- I don't think you could get away with that. A harmless way to do this is to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> That's true. This isn't even that a is harmless promotion. Right. It's I'm four years late to the bandwagon, but it's really really fun. The new Pokemon, the new Nintendo Switch Pokemon, Ooh. comes out in just a little bit. You saw this is also yeah. true. I mean, I'm just amped. Poke- it's just so good. You just walk around. You're spinning Poke stops, catching is, Pokemon. Is this Pokemon Go? Yeah, it's it's so much fun. It just like makes any walk better. Jesus Christ, is this real? Yeah, this they have real. like conventions, right? Like yeah. I think in Grand Park in Chicago, they had like a Pokemon Go fest. We were we were mm. there for that was during the Headgum Festival, and I didn't even know. Could, could aren't you sad for all the Pokemon that we missed while we were <laughs> yeah. there? Boy, oh, no, what a bummer! Yeah. Chef Kev, are you a gamer at all? A little bit. I got a PS4. I got a, a Wii U, not a Switch, mm. for Breath of the Wild. Mm. And then I beat that and then sold it uh, a year ago and got a PS4 for Spider-Man, mm. the new Spider-Man game. And I have recently been playing the Tetris Effect yeah. and God of War. 
and um, Red Dead Redemption, all like the more right. popular stuff. If you get that switch back, our boy Yusong will fucking take you down. I Tetris know. Tetris 99. It's so good. I'm pro. But I'm better at I'm Smash Bros, though. We played this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm really bad. It's like at Smash the one Brothers. thing I'm very. I played it religiously as a kid. I yeah. just want to, like. Wait, who's your main? Uh, Fox. Oh, man. You probably, yeah, you probably got some skills. Nick, did you do hear this? They hang out with each other outside of podcasting. Doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> um, it's pretty weird. We got to play. I'd love to play in Smash. It's been a while. Oh, I, I love it. You, so and much. Chef, you and Chef Kevin are going to hang out? Yeah, I think yeah. we're friends now. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> and then I'll hang out with you and be like, look, Weiger was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. You saw you were right. When you said <laughs> oh, that. boy. So, so uh, you song. I know you're a big Chipotle fan. Oh, okay, yeah. When that's when I feel the most connected to my community is when I go to a Chipotle because they'll be like, "How?" They also ask me, "How's your day?" Because oh, they recognize it. me. Right. You, you've ta- you've kind of gone off on this before when we yeah. haven't been recording, and I'd say that we got semi mad at you. Yeah, for- you like Chipotle a little too much. <laughs> I like Chipotle, guys. You're basically losing money if you're not on their rewards program. It's really, really good. <laughs> And uh, I really like it. It's near my house. There's a parking lot, which is so important. I cannot mm. stress the importance of the parking lot. Because um, it's LA, it's a nightmare. Uh, and it's just, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, if you're addicted what to do you car get, culture. What do you get there? Um, oh, okay. Here's my order. Hey, it's me, Jay. Watch out. <laughs> hey, you got, you got space for my old time fire truck? C- comedians and cars getting Chipotle. Oh, immediate subscribe. But white rice, pincho beans, chicken. Uh, half mild, half medium corn. If I'm feeling like I'm a king, guacamole, wow. a little lettuce. That's wow, you stay order. away from cheese and sour cream. No yes. dairy, no dairy I, for Lou. I, I, wow. Yeah, it makes me feel. It gives me the rumblies. I can't do it. Wow. And you're getting it at that as a bowl, right? Not as a I'm burrito. getting that as a bowl or a burrito. But the burrito is just like you give up on the rest of your day. If you yeah, have that for right. Lunch. Sometimes yeah. even with the bowl, I am so stuffed that by the time I get home, I'm like I'm done for the day, or my stomach is destroyed. Yeah. Mm. So you're so you're a Chipotle. I know you're a Chipotle super fan. Mm-hmm. Kevin, what what is what is your stance on on Mexican food? I maybe a little tricky to eat as a vegan. Actually, Mexican food I think is the best. I think it has the most options for a vegan. Whenever oh, so I, I was go, completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, so try again. Uh, no, I think whenever I go out with friends, and they're like, "Where do you want to get food?" Yeah. I always try to find a Mexican place. Right. I just think a, a veggie burrito is like a very easy thing to order. Got it. And just saying like a veggie burrito with no dairy. 99% of Mexican restaurants have that. Right. Whereas right. like Italian restaurants, like different like Asian cuisines, it's a little trickier uh, to find. No, are you shaking your head? No, no, it's like, it's like, it, it's so hard to be a vegetarian or a vegan in China. I'm sure it's like different in, in like Western metro. Oh, interesting. Cities, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like, I think it's so much a part of it's, the culture that it's. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, in, in my, in my mind, they're like, there's so many good vegetable dishes when, when, when at, at, when I go to Chinese food restaurants or something, it's like a uh, rice and then like a, like just a mixed vegetable. For dish. sure. Actually, I mean, that is 100 percent true. But I, I have this like feeling and I could be 100 percent wrong. So I'm just speaking for myself. But it's like um, I could very much hear my relatives being like, what do you mean you're not eating meat? Like, sure. Just, like, the social pressures. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, and it's also, too, I feel like like a lot of times it'll be like, oh, you don't realize this dish has like shrimp paste in it or yeah. like fish sauce. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You know, or at all those places that have the different like delicious steamed vegetables or like a good salad at an Italian restaurant. For me, I want something that like fills me up more. Right. Yeah. And uh 
a burrito is like delicious to me. Right. You don't it's want a Caesar salad and some broccoli raw. That is the most frustrating thing when a place is like, we have vegan options and they're all like light salads. Right, right. It's like, don't say that you have vegan options. So, okay. Damn. So, so yeah, as- I got fucking lit right there. <laughs> <laughs> so specifically Del Taco. Mm. Uh, have, uh, have you eaten a Del Taco much before? This was my very first time. Your first wow. time. And, and do you song, I know you've had Del Taco, but it was only in the context of Doughboys. Yes. Yeah, Emma and I had Del Taco for the first time together because of the show. Right. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so you guys are both oh, pretty really? pretty much yeah. uh pretty much Dell neophytes. I'm a I'm a I'm a Dell freak. Um so Dell close freak too. Love Dell close. <laughs> Everything with Dell. Dell. Anything that Dell. has to do with Dell. Thank you both Dells. <laughs> Dell Taco <laughs> Marathon sounds like a weekend at the Weiger household. <laughs> I was at uh, Just for Laughs, yeah. and uh, Besser was there, and I was like, how was the first DCM in L.A.? And he goes, oh, so you didn't go. <laughs> wow. Uh, and I, had to, I tried like to backpedal so hard. And <laughs> I just, fucked I, up bad. I spun out so fast. Uh, we didn't go either. We, we, were, uh, we went to, we, I think we were like, I think we were out New of York town. Or yeah, we were somewhere, yeah. else, somewhere else. I tried way. to say that, but the gap of time where he called me out and when I said that it sounded yeah. like a lie. Right. <laughs> Needed butts and seats trying to buy a condo over here. <laughs> um, okay, so so you guys are, you haven't had a lot of Del Taco. I've had a ton of it. Mitch, I know, is, is a fan even though he prefers Taco Bell, which is a totally fine opinion. Um, so the, the I'll talk through the Beyond you know, menu. You put you on a higher level of Del Taco person than I. I say I like it more than you do, I and know. I think that's fine. You do, I think you it's okay do, that we like it different you do, amounts. You do eat it a crazy amount. You eat it a lot. I eat it a lot. I eat it too much. I've actually tamped down the amount of Del Taco that I have, mm-hmm. uh, but because I was going too frequently. They opened one by my place, by where we live, within walking distance of our apartment. Where uh, uh, that, that I, I, I saw him setting up a tube that said went right to your fucking place. <laughs> I, there was a point where I went 12 times in eight days, Holy and I was shit. just like, this oh is my excessive. God. I need oh to my stop. God. Yeah. And they were like, hey, multi-mic, the 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> so here are the beyond, the beyond menu items they have right now. The Beyond Avocado Taco. This one is the only one that's actually vegan. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just the Beyond Meat, which is crumbled up like, like taco meat. Uh, and ha- avocado, lettuce, and tomatoes in a crunchy shell. The Beyond Taco, which I think was the the first thing that they have, and it was kind of their flagship product, which is the same thing except they also, they there's no avocado and there's hand grated cheddar cheese instead. Mm-hmm. The Beyond Eight Layer Burrito, which is their standard eight layer burrito. I won't read all eight layers, but it includes guac and and sour cream and all that goodness. And um and they substitute out. They have a beef version of this. They sub out the beef for uh, ground uh, Beyond Meat, and the same thing of the Epic Beyond Cali Burrito, which is this, basically the Beyond Eight Layer Burrito, except they cram some fries in there and it's bigger. Uh, so I got all four items. Wow! Did you guys also? What did you guys we taste? Got three that? of we got the four. We got three of the four. four. Okay. And- the the basically the avocado we, we got the the beyond taco without dairy so without the yes. cheese and it was basically identical to the avocado taco you just, might as well get the avocado you, you might as well get yeah. the yeah. avocado yeah yeah um unless I, you don't like avocado i also got all four items uh and you song i just want to say um we have you come on the show, you and Kevin here, and you get three of the four <laughs> items. We got three of the four, and then we got a huge nacho platter. Yeah, we got, oh, we got, nachos. We got nachos. And, and I churros. got churros. Okay. All Wait, right. did you guys get vegan nachos? What did you do? Yeah, we got 
Yo. the a nacho platter without cheese or sour cream, and they put the Beyond Meat on wow. it. On it. Okay, right. interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know that's what? Nice. You want us back a little bit. That's Beyond. Good. Thank God. Oh, <laughs> Close one. Here's my thought with the the Beyond. Let's start with the Beyond Taco, which you and I had, Mitch. Uh, mm-hmm. The one with with cheese. I think this is this is my favorite of the menu. Wow. I think this is mm. like the. I think they just the cheese makes the fake meat like like sore. It just like it, like it covers it up enough where you don't yes. really notice the difference between it and ground beef or ground turkey, which is another option. Adult, you know, taco. you know my rank. I mean, I feel like almost I should should I, should I just tell you my rankings? Yeah, rank them, okay. rank them up. Oh, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Uh, eight layer burrito was first. Mm-hmm. The taco, the right, the regular taco, like you were saying, was second. Yeah, Cali burrito third. Last place was that avocado taco. Yeah, I would. I have a similar ranking to you, except I think I put the Beyond Taco first, uh, then the eight layer burrito, then the Cali burrito. Although it's close because I do like the texture that the fries give it, mm-hmm. and then I have the Beyond avocado taco last. The the Beyond my, my, and, I, and I, I'll say in those rankings, it's great, good, fine, bad. I don't know if I call the Beyond Avocado Taco bad because mm. it, I do appreciate that they actually have a vegan option. Like you don't have to make any modifications; it's mm-hmm. just straight up vegan mm-hmm. as it goes. But here's my my big note: instead of avocado, it should be guacamole, and they wow. should spread it more evenly yeah. because they give you one paltry little sliver, like yeah. an eighth of an avocado, that does not come close to filling that sh- that big old shell. It's mm-hmm. awkward in there. It's very awkward in yeah. there, and it's kind of hard. Like it starts to fall out. If they had just like a layer of guac, like vegan guac that was just spread across yep. the top, it would be much better. Yeah. You song and I were talking about this with like, I, I feel so indifferent about hard shell tacos for that exact wow. reason that I'm such a soft wow. shell loyalist mm-hmm. that hard shell is more of like a an appetizer, like just eat one small thing before eating, like or like one, two small ones before eating like an actual meal. And I think yeah. that's not that crazy, but... I just get so fr- and this is someone who like lives and dies by chips. So you think in right. theory I would love it. I, it's just like hard to enjoy. I think when it's just like constantly falling apart. Although I think sure. these were better, but I had that exact frustration with the avocado that was like you take one bite and then the whole avocado just like falls right. Yeah, out. yeah, mm. it's a little, it's a little clunky. I like avocado. Don't. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, that was good. <laughs> so. So you song, I'm, gonna, I'm driving you to, to Del Taco, and I want you to say that into the uh, speaker. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, my, here's, my issue yes. with the avocado taco is just that the the Beyond Meat is so on display. It really is, and, and then and I don't know if I like the Beyond Meat. I, I, when, when we did the Impossible, every time I've eaten Impossible Meat, I think that it's it's the one that I'm like this is crazy and it tricks me and I yes yeah but the beyond I'm not sure how I feel 100 percent did you have it with cheese because I think Weiger has a good point that that stuff and just vegan meats in general I think Mm -hmm. taste so much better when there's a sauce on top of it right Mm -hmm. some sort of thing to kind of hide that it's often drier than like a traditional meat yeah and I so I think some sort of like sauce over it distracts it in a helpful way I, I I the the two my two favorites were the eight the eight layer burrito which had beans yep, yep. and sour cream and everything in there and and I couldn't really taste the the beyond meat but the, you just can't get the texture of it but the, the the taco there too with the cheese like you were saying that that did that did help but the yeah it's just that it's like a, a umami or how do you say that umami yeah umami umami, umami right. burger I had it right the first time yeah it's like an umami or like a like a nutty or a mushroomy flavor there was like yeah, some yep. sort of flavor in that beyond meat that I don't love just think of think of what you would say uh when mrs mitchell invites you to peek in the shower Ooh, mommy 
The first time I had an Impossible Burger, I was telling us to you song earlier, was at Umami Burger, right? Yeah. Yeah, and um, they, this was like right when they started selling it, but the buns weren't vegan and the ketchup had fish oil. Mm. So you had to get it with a, as a lettuce wrap yeah. without a lot of like oh, of the sauces. Shit. And no. it was, it was kind of shitty. And it ruined Impossible Burgers for me for like a Impossible year. Right. Wow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> two for two. And we're going to, after we drive to Del Taco, we'll cruise on over to Umami. And let them and, know. And shut down two <laughs> restaurants. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll probably just close up shop. You'll just see the light turn they'll off so after humiliated. he says that. How do they recover? Uh, 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 I fully uh, uh, agree that the impossible seems to be a superior. Hey, by the way, you're the... a piece of shit for that mum line. <laughs> I was trying to think of something to come back at you. <laughs> you in diapers with Natalie or something. But I, I just couldn't do it. Nah, she wouldn't stand for that shit. Uh, <laughs> she's already halfway out the door. <laughs> um, okay, so what? Uh, yeah, I, I, the impossible. I agree with Mitch fully. The impossible meat is superior to the Beyond Meat, and the uh, anytime I've had both, I like. I always prefer the impossible. I think the Beyond does a pretty good texture, but yeah, when you get that meat in isolation, even with the, the taco seasoning, I, it's primarily pea protein apparently, and it tastes yep. a little cardboardy. Like a little, it, mm. it doesn't. It gets a little. Dis- yeah, umami maybe because it is. It's kind of mushroomy too. It gets. It's pretty far from meat when yeah. you actually the flavor out of it is as good as the texture is uh, in simulating it. The the burrito is good. Yeah, I just like the crunch from those from those uh, from those fries. But which of the burritos did you guys get? We got the Cali. epic Beyond Cali burrito. We got the Cali, the one with yeah. the fries oh in it. Oh my it god, was so this good. was so very good. good. Yeah. This is this uh, obliterated my expectations. Wow, like, wow. All right, I, I I thought it was okay, uh, but the fries are very helpful. I also yeah, got one it does of my, a lot for it. To be to be clear, I got one of them. I made a meal and I got a diet coke and I got some of those Del Taco fries. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, those the Del Taco fries can be very good. Crinkle cut fries, they're outstanding. Yeah, those are vegan. Too, they said right i think so yeah on that's the website. great yeah i would imagine if you're getting the burrito vegan you, since you're losing the sour cream mm-hmm. and the the cheese from the eight layer burrito that probably that cali burrito would be better in a vegan form mm. and i i go to taco bell i think like two or three times a month probably uh-huh. and i get the and i learned about the Taco Bell app on your Jackie Johnson episode who so highly promoted it. That's right. And I feel now I, I get more adventurous with like modifications, stuff that I wouldn't feel as confident being like, and put Fritos on that and like adding right. a bunch of different things that are fun. And I think that this Cali burrito was significantly better. Yeah. That being said, Taco Bell, a Taco Bell bean burrito is like kind of an easy no brainer thing where mm. The Cali one is like bigger. It looks better. It does mm. look better. It's huge. It's kind of it's huge. Massive. It is yeah. huge. Yeah. It's definitely. It's like the equivalent of like two and a half bean burritos at Taco right. Bell, and it looks more like something you would get at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. It does not look like a fast food burrito at all. No. So yeah. that's more of a thing. Like if you want to have like a full meal, you would get that. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you right. want something kind of like fast and easy. Like a Taco Bell bean burrito is probably more what you're shooting for. I yeah. do think, and and I don't remember exactly what its price was. I should have written it down or taken a photo of the receipt, but I, I think it, it's like seven ninety nine or something, right? It's pretty expensive. This 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 is the it's all expensive. Yeah, the 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 those four things because you I could get four similar things with beef in them at Del Taco and it would be like twelve to fifteen dollars. Yep, right. Yeah. And this was twenty two dollars. Right. Uh, which was surprising. I and and which I get. I I mean like. I, it sucks because it should be less. It should be less money. I mean, right. like just to, like it. 
people should be eating that way to help yeah. the earth out every so often. So it should be like, oh, this is like a cheaper op- option if you don't want to have beef or something. Here you go. But when it starts, I guess it's going to have this high price. But I think there's also just like a, a so much demand for it right now that yeah. it's yep. kind of a premium price. But go, keep going. My, my, my thought when I ate all of this food was that with almost everything, I still and I didn't know if this was going to be the case because when we ate the umami burger with the impossible burger, I, yeah. it was hard for me to tell that that was like a plant based burger. By the way, they have an impossible burger at islands. Now, if you have an islands near you and it's fucking great. Mm. Hmm. Um, but with all these items, I could tell that they were like non meat. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it, the one that was the closest was the eight layer burrito to me just cause there right. was so much going on. Mm-hmm. But with everything else, I, I like, I, I, I just, I tasted the, I could tell that it was, which, which, which is yes. what I, as someone who like, I want to not know. I want, yeah, I want right. to, I want to be tricked into it. And I think the only one is probably the eight layer. If that was like at a party and I had a like a couple drinks or something, I had, yeah. that, I wouldn't be able to tell. Right. Yeah. There's yeah, some, you, you know, a party when you're having drinks and they just got a tray of burritos there for people to nosh on. What the hell's wrong with that? I don't know. That sounds awesome. like a good fucking great. party to me. One of the hand, like one of the few parties I went to, um, it was the herpetology it was in France. Club. <laughs> 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 but like someone made this awesome move of getting Taco Bell tacos halfway through, and oh, it was wow. one of the best parties. Yeah, I've you'll ever be the you'll to. be the star of that yeah. party. It was incredible. So yeah. I remember Harris bought uh, Harris Whittles bought a bunch of McDonald's after uh, a show one night and. It was great. He yeah. bought McNuggets and burgers. Nick, were you there? I wasn't there, no. No, I took off. I went straight home. Put on my Minions PJs. A lot of New oh, York restaurants. R.I.P. Harris. Yes. A lot of um, New York restaurants. No, <laughs> no I, I know. It was just strange. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I mean, we know. As you usually say it. I know, but I'm like, you know, my dad. And you don't have to say like R.I.P. to my dad. All right. You know sorry. Gone. I won't say it anymore. No, no, you should stay it sometimes. Oh, right. boy. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin R.I.P. Mitch is dead. <laughs> Jesus. Don't talk to him at all. Okay. R.I.P. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of New York restaurants will have, like, all vegan options, but they mm-hmm. won't advertise it, what I, I think is really right. cool. You only see that, like, online, or they'll put very small on, like, the bottom right-hand part of the menu. None of this is actual meat. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Do you, I, I like that. I think that's I like, like it. a cool sneaky thing. I yeah, think some yeah. people are annoyed because they're getting like sw- tricked into eating it. All I can think about is my dad getting summoned from his cloud in heaven, uh-huh. <laughs> looking down and being like, what? What the fuck is this podcast? By a slender man tentacle. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit my son's doing. Um, so, yeah, I, I've, I've like a I don't know if I've encountered that specifically where I felt like I was being tricked, but there are there's this place. Monday's Good Burger on on yes, Western, no, which is have you been a, there a lot? The yeah, place is fucking great. And it's all plant based. It's all vegan. But they have yeah, vegan you saw shakes. I've been. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I vegan remember. shakes, yeah. like vegan. Bur- it's like a Shake Shack style burger yeah. and like sh- Shake Shack style, style fries. I've been there with Natalie. It's fucking dynamite. That's it's a good fantastic. example of like being vegan and eating like complete trash. Right, like you're yes. eating like a ton of fries, a huge burger, a milkshake. It's like thirty two dollars. It's like a spot. Like it's like a spot that people take like Instagram photos. Of. It's like very it's super hip. Yeah. Oh, I've done it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a it, it, that college vegetarian. I've heard people say before, like that mm-hmm. the idea of like you're you're eating like shit, but you're like like I'm not having any meat. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's. Uh, we should get to our final thoughts on Del Tacos Beyond. Oh wait, t- before we do that, tell me tell me about your guys' nachos real quick. Oh, 
I mean, they were suggested to us by the person behind the counter. She was yeah, so she nice. She was really like, helpful. She, she was the one in the first place who told us, like, hey, just so that you know, it's not on the menu, but you can add the Beyond Meat to the nachos. Right. And it was literally that, beans, tomatoes, and jalapenos. It was great. I feel like that there's yeah. three types of responses as, like, a as a cashier or as a waiter yeah. to being vegan. It's like, this is annoying for me as the waiter. I don't care or I want to go out of my way to help you. And she definitely was the last one Mm -hmm. uh, to where like she could immediately tell when we were like, does this have dairy? Does this have dairy? She's like, okay, so you're vegan. And then suggested you should try the nachos. We can modify that to be vegan as well. That's great. Um, Yeah, it was really, yeah, like you said, it had like jalapenos, uh, the Beyond Meat kind of scattered over it. And uh, tomato? And, and tomato, yeah. yeah. And I will say as someone, like, I haven't had that much experience with Beyond Meat. So I personally, like, could not tell the difference. But I, I'm not someone who, like, um, I'm super, super not picky. Um, right. Uh, when it comes to food. So I, I, I wasn't really thinking about it. Um, when we got on tour with you, I don't think I've seen you eat. <laughs> I think um, it's it's weird because I, I I do eat a lot. Maybe it's only at Chipotle. Oh God. Okay, but here like uh, but yeah, the, the nachos were great. The churros were just like it was it was a blast. It was just churros. It was very sweet, very fun. Um, yeah, and, and that's what we rounded out a meal. Before I forget, can I read a text that you oh, song no. sent me? Yes, um, please. Yes. So is, I think as listeners, this are, is the rudest thing I've said in like months. Um, we see a very like soft, loving side of you, song. No, I'm fucking. Um, but a and you should be proud. Like as right. your producer, he will he will lay down the law when he needs to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was very nervous about trying to find parking here, and I was explaining like I didn't live far from here, uh, for like a few years, and it's very difficult. So I, I don't think I'll be able to find parking. And then he responded, I park there every week, bitch. No. I said I park there every week. LOL. I think the bitch was implied, though. Like, <laughs> And then the text afterwards was, I'm sorry. That was incredibly rude. I'm pleasantly surprised by the amount of street parking every what week. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. It was awesome. That's and he was great. so apologetic, but I 100% deserved it. It was very stupid to think that I knew Mitch's street better than you song. Felt terrible. Uh, but it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Felt so bad. Dark you song comes Dark. out from time to time. Uh, so, uh, yeah, let's well, let's get to Dark our... Dark song. That's good. That's yeah. scary. <laughs> Nightmare creature and Dark you song. Yeah. The, the things I've seen in France. <laughs> <laughs> Your story uh, was just about getting a chocolate croissant, wasn't it? <laughs> so we'll go around. We'll say our closing arguments on Del Taco's Beyond Menu and give it a rating from zero to five clean forks straight out of Mitch's, Mitch's dishwasher. <laughs> uh, it's been running right now. You Ooh, saw the, with the, you. the cycle is almost done, yeah. actually. Um, can I? Okay, before I say this next thing, I need the support of everyone here at this table. Okay. We'll the, see. The meal went beyond my expectations. This is not the support that I was asking for. Nick almost clapped. Okay, I was about to clap. Uh, and then no one else I, did, so I, should, I bailed. No, no, no. Um, it was... <laughs> and now I'm just scared. No, it that was, was good. Okay, okay. That uh, was good. That was good. Um, uh, beyond my expectations. Uh, it, it was really, really good. Like that, that epic California burrito. Uh, oh, my God. Like, I want to go back for that burrito. You want to um, go back, back to Cali, Cali? <laughs> Um, <laughs> is that from La Bamba? Oh, oh my no. god! <laughs> oh no! You song. 
Is I that mean, from La Bamba? <laughs> Guys, I'm just kidding. Of course I know where that's from. Anyway, um, the, the, uh, the, uh, the tacos. Uh, hard shell tacos. Not my favorite. I'm a soft shell. I'm, I'm, I'm the human equivalent of a soft shell. I, 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 I don't know why. Like, I, I saw the hard shell photos and we're like, okay, we should probably get those. It seemed like the right way to do it. It was just okay. It was just okay. Are um, you, are you in dark you song mode? <laughs> This is chaos, you song. That's what we're witnessing. <laughs> um, One of his many forms. <laughs> um, uh, what else did we get? The nachos. nachos. Pretty good. Uh, no complaints there. The jalapenos, not too spicy. I'm not that much of a heat seeker. Was, I'm very, very sensitive to spice. And so the, but this was tolerable. And the churros, great. I, so much fun. Four forks. Wow. Wow, four forks. Wow. Well, I want to go back. I want to eat a full burrito because Kevin and I shared one. Wow. A lot of fun. Wow. Great great review. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Kevin. Mine isn't too different. I was so pleasantly surprised by the Cali burrito. It was bigger than I thought. The ingredients just seemed like fresher and so much more well-prepared than at a Taco Bell or a different Mexican fast food chain restaurant. Uh, I was... That alone was a five to me. Um, wow. The, wow. The tacos... Yeah. I, I have a similar feeling of like I'm yeah. not a huge hard shell, but they weren't. They definitely weren't bad. I think when we were eating it, I said like the burrito, amazing. The tacos, they're fine, mm-hmm. um, and the nachos definitely didn't blow my mind. But I think we modified probably a lot of the better tasting stuff off of it. Yeah, that would have sure. would have right. definitely have helped. Um, I want to say I originally wanted to say four forks, but as I say it out loud, I now gravitate to. I can do three point seven five, right? That's yeah, you can do three. I mean, I wish you wouldn't, but you can. (laughs) Okay, then I'll do three and a half. (laughs) Wow! Oh my god, Kevin! No, pure spite, Kevin! No, how to fuck you? I should say four. Like as a vegan, I should be promoting as much like vegan option stuff as possible. The uh, is it crazy though that. It's it is wild having a five, wild. and then have it is wild That's having crazy. something. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that you song say it with pride. <laughs> the burrito. Sorry, go ahead. I, I interrupted. I whispered it again. Oh boy! It, wait, the floor is mine. Just to say, that's crazy. That's yes, a, that's crazy. There you go. <laughs> oh boy! All right, with <laughs> with that performance, I'm back at a four. Okay. Hell yeah! Wow, oh, four. Oh. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll go, and then I'll hard. let Mitch close it out because I think my my score is going to be predictable. So here was part of my experience with the, the Santa Monica Del Taco, which is an outstanding Del Taco. I frequent it all the time. It's 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 great in there. Uh, unfortunately, I walked in. It smelled very bad. I texted you, Song. Uh, I think someone puked in this Del Taco. Smells awful, and I saw the dude mopping up. I mean, I'm dining it anyway, but it's unpleasant. So I kind of stuck it out, and I ate my meal there despite it smelling a lot like puke. Uh, and then the Christ. guy, the the worker, who I think it was maybe his first day, because he was like kind of like sure he was he was like very you know like antsy and like didn't know the other employees' names and he like he was tasked with mopping it up like he apologized to me like like I'm like I'm sorry about the smell sir he was great the workers there were very good but it was just a it was an unfortunate situation that I think they couldn't control uh, some fucking freak puked on the floor and then walked out of there uh, but anyway so Jesus. So that was the only thing I was battling. That said, the food was great. 
Uh, and I, I really enjoyed it. And I get there beyond. I've gotten there beyond tacos before. I'll get it when I feel like, like I'll have whole days or, or or you know periods where I'll just be like I'm just eating vegetarian right now. Mm-hmm. And so I'll do that as an indulgence. And the Beyond Taco in particular, I think is is outstanding. They have a lot of other things can you can, can use to supplement their menu. Yeah, my dishwasher finished. Okay, that's good news. <laughs> I heard a beeping. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, um, just in time, just in, just in time for the four for to give out. Forks. Very exciting. Um, also, um, that guy who just finished cleaning, like mopping up puke. Yeah. And then like after you left, he, he like he was like, I'm done. And then he had to like mop up something even grosser. <laughs> <laughs> like I fucking nutted under the table. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say is that you nutted in there. <laughs> and he's like, man, I've had a rough day. And then he apologizes. And then when you leave. There's a big load of nut that he has to clean up. Got a fucking blast. We had a a fucking booth at Del Taco, like a fucking animal. (laughs) You love that place. It doesn't make me (laughs) come. Oh boy, we had a similar thing. Things do these days. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens when you're almost forty. Oh Jesus. You song, are your parents going to listen to this episode? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> An optometrist is the, the the nofap, the enemas that were mentioned at the oh, yeah. start. Oh my we, we god, have, that's a great point. We we haven't. You'll record your intros a lot of the time here, but after the episode, yeah, I usually do it separately. And I zone I zone out on my right. phone over there. And uh, you, you're talking about fucking putting yogurt up in your fucking ass. I and did shit? a live read today because we're about to release this episode. So yeah, it's fucking it's just insane. It's gross. Enter. Yeah. Well, don't blame me. Blame uh, John Harvey Kellogg. Um, but anyway, All right, uh, fair enough. Five forks. Wow. wow. Go ahead, Mitch. Well, I'm gonna take a page out of you song's book here. The Beyond Meat didn't meet my expectations. Whoa, that was Woo! good. That See, was really I'm showing good. you the level of support that I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I was really excited because I think that that it would be fun to to go and and have a little splurge night at Burger King or or, or Del Taco, right. And not and not feel like you're oh I'm not eating beef. This is a nice little. It's a fun treat. I can't tell the difference. For I, I'm, sure. I'm so down for that. But uh, but this didn't really do it for me. The eight layer bur- burrito was close, and I think that that's. An, but then also, like when I go to Del Taco, I want to get like three or four things. Nick, you know this to six to six, three to six things. <laughs> right, six or seven. Things. <laughs> <laughs> a, a few things you need. You need. You need a. You need a crew. I know what you mean because anytime I order at Del Taco, they always like assume it's to go, mm-hmm. and then I be like, no, I'm, I'll have it here. Because yeah. like I get so much stuff that they assume I'm getting it for my family or whatever, and not just for one sad man by himself. <laughs> no, no, I, I I have the same thing. That's yeah. why I don't go in. I just go through the <laughs> drive-through. Um, I I appreciate them doing it, and I think that it's great if it if it if it first of all if it helps vegans out, if it helps people eating vegetarian ve- vegan, that's great. I think it's good for the environment. I think that the, it's good that yes. they're trying it. Um, but it's not. With this one, it wasn't there yet for me. Mm. I'm hoping that the I, we're gonna try the Burger King Impossible Whopper. We are, and I'm hoping that that one like really works and tricks me. Um, so for this stuff, I, I think I, I go three and a half forks. Wow. Four. Hold on a second. For this specific menu item, mm. for the Beyond Meat menu items, I go three and a half forks. Still good. Yes, that is still good. For Del Taco itself, five forks. Yeah. Wow. Del Taco wow. itself gets five four. So wow. like, what should I give it here? Is my question. 
Uh, give it five forks. All right, fine, five forks. <laughs> oh my wow. god! Del Taco oh remains my. in the Golden Plate Club as We're it was the villains previously. Yeah, no, you guys aren't guy. the villains. Four okay. forks is an excellent. I mean, score. Del Taco itself gets five forks. Yes, yes, of course. Del Taco getting four forks for its its vegetarian from the perspective of a vegan is very and from you song is very good for me. So I'm very happy because I know you're a Del Taco skeptic. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and I will say I was a shaky four, but reflecting on the customer service was like so incredible. She was yeah, so was helpful awesome. that locks it in as a four. Wow. We also had an interesting bathroom experience where like there was a line of people waiting oh. and people oh. kept knocking and then you guys um, were in there together <laughs> yeah they were waiting oh. for us yeah. <laughs> we were like brainstorming jokes we could tell yeah yeah just saying um, compliments to each other but yeah. i like grabbed you and like pointed because the employee then like kind of slowly opened the door and i was like what if someone's like dead oh yeah and then she slowly opened the door and was like oops i think it just locked by itself and i was like ah yeah. Oh. yeah yeah you, been, you wanted to see a dead like, person like they just pull a dead body out of that the bathroom i mean that would have been insane it would have been a good story for the show <laughs> I should have just said it happened. Yeah, you should have. You should have. <laughs> I mean, just lie. we Brand would have asked easy. you follow. You should have. Yeah. <laughs> here, we'll we'll edit that out, and then you just say to say that you there was a dead guy in there. All right, here we go. And there was a dead guy, and that actually happened. Wow, wow. that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that was our review of Del Taco's Beyond Menu. It's time for a segment. We've got some beverages. We're going to decide if you should pour them down your throat. It's another edition of Drank or Stank. Uh, so we had to go vegan again here because of, of Kevin's dietary Thank restrictions. You. I just want to say Beyond Meat sounds kind of scary, too. It, it does like sound a little bit. Thing. Yeah, it, do, it sounds like Beyond Meat would have been like a fucking uh, movie Robert England starred in like 1981. I like that. Or like a cool uh, Halloween mansion. Like oh, a haunted yeah. mansion. The yeah. Beyond Meat one. Mm-hmm. Um, so Chef Kevin's got a little bit of a time crunch because, we, because of our late start and he's got to go pick up his... Uh, uh, his lovely uh, 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 GF from the airport. So mm-hmm. we're going to speed through the segment and through our email here so that we have a enough time. Can I ask you a question? Time for that. Are Sean and Hayes going to have you guys on Hollywood Handbook? You know, I was wondering that. I, I'm scared. I'm going to let yeah, them that's offer. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. We won't release this episode until they decide All right, to so do as well. You can just delete this now. <laughs> we, Mitch, we don't have an episode for Thursday. We have to release this episode. Oh, fuck. Thank God. <laughs> I, I guarantee that they will send a text Thursday like, wow, they had Kevin on. I, does this mean we have to have you song on? Oh, boy. And then that will be an honest conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's... You know, uh, Kevin, I think... uh, Do you want to do it? I don't think it'll be a supportive environment. I honestly think it should be fine. I I mean, like, it's it's like I, you know... If nothing else, like, it gives me something to talk to my therapist about next week, you know? Yeah, we have (laughs) content as content. Oh, man. You song's coming out of that studio in a body bag. (laughs) (laughs) God. All right, let's taste test these juice. What what do we have here, you song? Okay, so the, these are three flavors of juices from Press Juicery. The, all the names are like Greens 1, Greens 2. Uh, we, we have right now Greens 2, Roots 3, and Citrus 2. Um, so Press Juicery is this chain. Uh, I, I certainly know that it's a chain in Los Angeles. So I'm not actually, not actually sure like how, how uh, widespread they are, but they're like a, it's like a boutique-y, high-end, like very L.A. type of uh, chain. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, they're supposed to be very healthy, so... Uh, yeah, let's let's destroy these bad boys. Um, I've I've gotten the citrus too, and uh and and like they they do like the little like lemon cayenne sh- like oh, shots. I've had those wellness shots, and it feels like a dragon spit into my mouth. Like <laughs> it, it was just so Whoa. spicy, I couldn't even believe how spicy it was. <laughs> it is very it is spicy. Um, 
I'm having this green one. It is like a putrid green color. Mm-hmm. The citrus too. Yeah, this is this is like what the guy mopped up at the Del Taco, basically. <laughs> <laughs> These are some of the like uh, favorites. Thank you yeah. on the menu. Is um, Weiger? Do you know is Del Taco just a West Coast chain? Because you saw and I were saying I haven't seen any in the Midwest, and yeah. he hasn't seen any on the East Coast. Uh, I don't know exactly what their territory is, but they they are the they're in the top five. I think they're the fifth largest of the. Uh, Mexican chain restaurants in the U.S. Mm. and I think they are largely confined to west of the Mississippi. They've tried to expand some other places and it hasn't mm-hmm. really worked out. So for a green juice, this one is not bad. It's, it's not, not bad. bad. I'm, it, and like not you still get that straight. grassy, greeny taste, but it's it's a little bit sweet. I think for me, stuff like this is so much better cold. It yeah. makes it drinkable, which mm. this is like something like this at a lukewarm temperature. I truly it's could awful. not stomach. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't think that's too controversial but i just this is so much easier to drink mm-hmm. knowing that it's cold i think like some of the this one holds your hand because it has like sweet things in there like apple and and i guess lemon but like some yes. of the other green juices are just like they don't you're on your own like right it, it tastes pretty bitter um so what is it that we're having this red one right now i gotta, I gotta say this about the press juice the the, like the really little, red color the little the little thing on the oh, the wow. front like their their little their little mask their icon is it looks like a mosquito mm-hmm Mm. But it's a branch or something, right? I think it's a root. It's a root. It does yeah. look like a skeeter. It looks like a skeeter. Boy, that's a little scary. Uh, I think what? the is <laughs> the mosquito is scary. I just read this this uh, Junji Ito fucking manga. Junji, um, that artist is blowing up. They're, yeah, they're really popular because of their their horror like style. And there's a whole like, and it's all about like the this this. Uh, this 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 town that goes mad because of spirals and there's a chapter on mosquitoes and it's fucking all this body horror and it's it's Ugh. nightmarish. I can't read so it. That's but my that association. Awesome. Yeah, I, I can lend it to you. Oh, oh boy. No, don't do that. He's gonna be, he's not gonna sleep. <laughs> don't give him the scary manga. I'll read it at like uh, noon with the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> this one is this one's got a lot of ginger flavor going on. Yeah, this very kind of astringent. Strong. Mm-hmm. I like. I think I like it more. I maybe the, like it more too. Actually, we're, we're talking about the roots three, which is apple, lemon, ginger, and beet. Yeah, it's it's so sweet. This one, mm. it's it's interesting. It ta- this tastes like a craft cocktail minus wow. the spirit. It does. Okay, when we've got this last one, which is this uh, is not apple, pineapple, roots, lemon, and mint. Roots three. This is my favorite one. I've had this before. I think this is delicious. This is, this is the citrus two you're talking about. This yeah, citrus two. Mm. I right, get citrus two open. This one has kind of a a apple cider kind of color to it. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is like a dehydrated pee, like you go for a run and you didn't have enough water. No, no that's not. That's fucking nasty. Are you look? That does, that's in the if you pee like <laughs> yeah, this, that's this unhealthy. is so unhealthy. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like de- you're dehydrated. You got to see Doctor Mario. No, but this after is that. like more than dehydrated pee. This is insane. Yeah, I, this is like you have a disease. <laughs> yes. Okay, all right, fine. You have a disease and you went for a run. <laughs> hmm. Kind of like a pineapple juice. Boy, this one is very pineapple-y. This, one's this I, is nice. This I give is myself delightful. a little bit more on this one. I like it. This, this is one delightful. is my favorite. I really like pineapple drinks, and so this one is a far first place for me. Yeah, this just tastes like an indulgence. This, this, is, this, is, this is the least healthy one, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. probably. But, but hear me out. Do you know those days where you like your body, you haven't eaten a vegetable in like days, and your body's yeah. like, what's wrong with you? I, the green juices will make you feel like you're doing something right. Yeah, right. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, I, I think if I was gonna, if we guys gonna drink or stank rank, I, I think they're all drinks. I, I'm not much of a juice uh, juice guy, but I think I would do 
I would do the 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 pineapple, then the green, uh, then this ruby red one. Me too. I'm the same. I would do the green, the pineapple, and then the root one is a stank. I can't believe it how sweet it is. Oh my wow, god! Wow, too yeah. sweet for you. Wow. Wait, so you're going green, yellow, red? Green, yellow, red. Just like a stoplight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hashtag reverse yes. stoplight. <laughs> Um, have you guys heard of stoplight parties like in college? You wear green if you're single, yellow if you're in, in between, and red if you're dating someone. Whoa. That's wild. What a shady That's... thing to wear yellow did at you, a party. Like did you ever... I was... Also, that just sucks altogether. By <laughs> yeah. um, I was never invited to these, but I saw that this is so sad. But it's like the anything but clothes parties. ABCs, yeah. ABCs where it's like, oh, I'm in a trash bag. Oh, oh, I yeah. think it was just always like trash bags. I think it was trash bags. God, that sucks. I don't like these. I don't like these either. No yeah. one should be having sex. Yeah, I'm we're just uh, against that in general. Yeah. <laughs> Stop, everyone, hose yourselves off. Stop being a, horny. We got a lot in common with Mr. Kellogg. <laughs> I love pro, yeah. <laughs> party tips from the Doughboys is like its own feed. <laughs> Stop fucking. Stop jacking off and put some <laughs> and yogurt put some up yogurt my ass. Your ass. <laughs> uh, that was drank or stank. Wait, hold on a second. Yes. For me, the pine citrus two is number one. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. Citrus two is number one. The red is number two. The 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 what is it? Roots. Roots three. Yes. Um. Uh. And then the green is the third one. But I like all of them, and they're they're all good. Hashtag not three. Hashtag not a stoplight at all. Just it's just a random story. My colors. (laughs) That was drank or stank. Just like a restaurant of your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. This week's email comes to us from Shane I. Shane writes, I grew up as an actual SoCal surfer boy. My mom and dad taught me how to surf at a young age. Nevertheless, I also grew up loving In-N-Out and especially their strawberry shakes. That was until I was nine years old. My mom bought me an In-N-Out strawberry shake, and when I drank about half of it, my mom told me her and my dad were getting a divorce. Oh, fuck. I recently realized that I haven't had a strawberry shake since. I am now 30 and have come to terms with my parents' divorce. I was just wondering if there's a food and or drink that you cannot emotionally stomach. Wow. Oh, my. That's heavy. Yeah, that's very heavy. Anything come to mind where it's just like the the um, not like not that you're allergic to it or not that you have an mm. aversion, but just the emotional connection to it is too powerful. So I this isn't a particularly negative emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't mean this. This is like a fuck you. I just mean like it's the probably the strongest association. So my parents and I first moved from china i was about four years old and we were in san francisco for a year and then my mom and i we were i think we were just like on a walk or something we saw this kid eating string cheese like ripping off strands of string cheese and we were like holy shit like what is this that looks so fun and so delicious that kid's having the time of his life yeah and then we ate it and it was like the worst thing that we've ever had because cheese wasn't a part of our diet at all oh, so we thought it was like the grossest thing in the world hmm. and my mom and i also talk about that it was just like what a fucking that kid got us good like <laughs> oh god it was so yeah that's crazy wow. that's that's yeah um i mean you still also don't, you're you still both don't eat, really eat cheese no so. i still don't really eat cheese i had like a little bit of a string cheese renaissance i was like oh no this is good and you can just bite into it and you're fucking like don't tell me what to do i'm just gonna bite into it yeah um and but then i'm like oh cheese is bad yeah what a, this is a real string cheese incident for you this is crazy yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I disagree with you and your mom on that. I love yeah. string cheese. I love it. Uh, I think that with like restaurants that I maybe used to frequent, like with uh, like uh, someone I used to date or something, sometimes, but not there's not too much, honestly. For me, I remember being really sick. Yeah, and uh, this is this is as close as I can get because like emotionally, like there's places that I, like you know I remember like when my 
father passed away, like they, I got so they gave you so much. They gave us so much food. Yeah, and I remember specifically that we got. Uh, what were the, what are like the what's like the fruit? What like the the fruit the like the the, the fruit edible bag. arrangements edible arrangements yeah we got, we got so many edible arrangements I specifically remember like eating half chocolate pineapple pieces yeah uh-huh but I don't know if like I, I think I would still like enjoy them if I got them I don't think that it, it turned like I think more so like a restaurant I used to frequent with, like an ex girlfriend or something would maybe bother me a little right. bit more but even still I think I could go through it the thing that I have is I remember. Uh, my mom made lemon chicken and I was sick and I oh, smelled yeah. lemon chicken when I was sick and I yeah. don't like lemon and chicken mixed together. I don't like lemon chicken. Mm. That's the one for me because it like it, it was a weird thing where I like was like I, I like was throwing up sick. I was like had the flu or whatever and then I just I, I smelled that and it was over. I yeah. can't, I, I've never I I eat it sometimes if it's like certain like you know if I'm with someone and they and someone served lemon chicken I'll eat it but I don't ever want it. Mitch, as you were like looking into the oven, was your mom like no peeking? <laughs> you song. Uh-oh. The dark side. Once this episode ends. He was he was so, checking if there were any oven fries going. <laughs> oh. Look at you like half committing to this swagger. <laughs> you don't even know. You're not even sure like if it is oven fries. I know that I uh, we we recorded that bit a while ago. <laughs> You said, you know, I was watching a uh, Dateline the other night, Mm. and it was about a Cornell killer. Wow. Yes. (laughs) You song's alma mater. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you song's alma mater. So I just want to say, I'm keeping my eye on You know what was killer? The prelims season. The tests. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah, that's real. At Cornell, you're saying? Yeah. Did the killer look like he just studied abroad in France? (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh, we probably shouldn't joke about that. That's so sad. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, for me, it's a it's a sad response. I have some like light alcoholism spread throughout my family, so it's like certain drinks, right? Um, that get offered like a specific beer brand or a specific like uh, cocktail. I'm just like, oh yeah, that kind of sucks. Um, um, I mean, I still drink, but yeah. sometimes. Uh, certain alcohols bum me out. Just has an association. Mm-hmm. I get what you. I get what you mean. Yeah, fun, uplifting story to close out the show. Right. No, uh, this is how they all end. It's all, <laughs> it's all kind out. of sad. And full. This mood's pretty familiar. <laughs> I'll, I'll be bummed out by every restaurant that we went to on Doughboys after the show is yeah. over. Fair. Yeah. I don't really have a good answer for Shane because I don't really have. Um, a lot of emotional connections. I think. Uh, uh, so, uh, if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, email us at That's podcast, your full answer. Or leave us a voicemail at eight three zero go dough. That's eight three zero four six three six eight four four. And to get the Doughboys double, our weekly bonus episode, join the golden or platinum play club at patreon.com slash doughboys. And Mitch, we're about to go on the, our Feast Coast tour, which means mm-hmm. what? We did this last time, and you forgot. <laughs> oh, You're forgetting again. Send in some drops for each city. Boston, Philly, D.C., uh, New York City. <laughs> Could not have said them in a more wrong order. <laughs> D.C., Philly, New York, Boston. There you yeah. go. Yes. Send hey, those so why don't we say some of our guests? Oh, whatever. I think we should. Uh, we don't have it 100% confirmed. confirmed. But uh, we oh, know we some. I thought, I thought you meant me like you wanted me to say your tour dates. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> uh, DC, for yeah. what, what were they? <laughs> yeah. Kevin, we do want you to say, say them. Say them for our guests. Kevin, say our dates. <laughs> 
Chef Kevin well, Martell. Say that, oh, we don't. I, we don't. Let's 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 sit on it because oh, we don't know for sure. You're so afraid of everything. Chef Kevin. I'm not afraid of everything. Mm. Chef Kevin Bartel, <laughs> you sung Lou. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thanks for having us. Tell, tell, give, remind, tell everyone again about Maybe Don't. All right. Our podcast is called Maybe Don't. It's a variety show with an opening segment and a closing segment. Um, by the time this is out, our last episode, we uh, we held a eulogy for our self-esteem while I played piano. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and, and we just have like honest conversations and sometimes we do bits. <laughs> I think if you like Doughboys and Hollywood Handbook, you'd really like it. And if you don't like Doughboys or our Hollywood Handbook, you might like it as well. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if that's insulting or not. <laughs> uh, that's just awesome. casting a wide net. I get it. <laughs> Congrats, guys! That Congrats rules. on the show. Thank you We're so much. You, that you guys gave Very a lot exciting. of helpful advice in the early days that yeah, I think kind of helped shape, yeah. shape the show. Yeah, Saved you didn't take from... it. We said, "Don't do it." <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> become like us. Guests are going to ruin your life. <laughs> um, thank you so much for having me on. I can't believe I'm on this show. It's a huge honor. I'm so grateful. It was super nice of you guys. Oh, God bless you. We're happy to have you. I really try to fight it, but why? (laughs) (laughs) You weren't working. I drove past your place. You were just watching TV. (laughs) That'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Till next time, for the artist formerly known as Spoon Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. This week on Doughboys Double, writer and artist Kate Raft joins for an incredible edible egg episode. We taste test her signature eggy rice and rank our dirty dozen of the best egg dishes. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. The Doughboys are hitting the road. See us live in one of these places. Sunday, September 8th at the Wilbur Theater in Boston, Mass, baby. September 20th at the Queen Elizabeth Theater as part of the Just for Laughs Festival in Toronto, Ontario. Tickets available at headgum.com slash live. Yeah, go get tickets for God's sakes. That was a HeadGum Podcast.